a better future podcast building a better future one change at a time welcome to a better future podcast episode three i'm corinne goodall and i'm the realist the just your everyday person at home and i'm sasha laws the campaigner and i'm jason light the professional and we've got a guest in here today. Hello. And who are you? I, uh, I'm Nat, Natalie Light. I'm married to Jason Light. Oh, um, and I am a dog behaviourist. And you're in my house. Nice to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. <laughs> and we've got uh, Little Fish, the dog. Yeah, um, you might hear some... Yeah. He's currently chewing a chew. We always have lap. a dog in the room. Yeah. Standard. It's Standard. Little mascot. has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, this episode is going to be focusing on travel. I'm going to try and keep it as positive as we can. I know you guys have got some positive news for us, but some of us struggle in this area. It's one of our areas that we do tend to struggle to be really environmental or, you know, cost and all of that kind of stuff. So, why don't we start with me? And let's get the bad news out of the way. (laughs) I drive a big diesel van and that's not the only thing i have a smaller diesel van yeah that's right for my job i work with dogs and i have to carry dogs around and i would love to be able to get an electric vehicle but right now it's just not something we can afford um or you know because it's the cost of replacing all the crates and everything that goes along with all of that so Mm -hmm. unfortunately that's just something that we've got to deal with at the moment um Right, yeah, that's my bad news out the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try and find somewhere later to put a positive spin on that. Um, So how do I get about? Um, I I live in London at the moment. Um, I still have a petrol car, but I'm looking to uh, sell that in February, um, which will be this month. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, uh, But yeah, and I, you know, London's so easy to get around, so I'm using buses and trains. Uh, I don't cycle. Um, I'm not a very good cyclist, as I'm sure Corinne will remember from when I I was younger. Things haven't improved. Um, But, you know, it's something that I I would look into at the quieter areas, but I'm quite nervous of um, going into central London. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like I said, it's really easy to get around on public transport, so, um, yeah. Right, Sasha mentioned cycling there, Jay, so you may as well just have a little chat about your cycling. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. um, so, yeah, we don't really have a car in our household. Mm-hmm. Um, I live about 10 miles from work, so there's options for getting the train, although you have to change whichever way you go on the train. Um, but I quite like cycling to work if I can, if the weather's all right. Um, if people aren't too insane on the roads mm-hmm. um, and probably I think I do about two three thousand miles a year commuting on mm-hmm. the bike yeah. um, which is quite nice it gives me a bit of headspace it's good exercise um, and means I can well I still eat too much so it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have an impact on weight but you know it's a 20 mile round trip commute mm-hmm. on the bike which Better than not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I speak to people about it and they're like, oh, God, I can't believe you can, like, hop on the bike after a day's work and cycle 10 miles. But once you've kind of done it a few times, it's just, it's what it is. It's quite easy. It doesn't doesn't phase me now. Mm. To Get into a habit. It. Yeah, and it yeah. becomes quite normal. And when I don't do it for a while, I notice. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's that's quite nice. But, yeah, sometimes you've got 
a big pile of stuff that you buy from the shops or you want to take your laptop in. And yeah, so, it becomes a bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah, so then I'd take the train and different routes. But mm-hmm. most of the time when I do that, something happens with the trains and then I think, oh, God, I, should, I, should, I shouldn't have been lazy. I cycled <laughs> in. So, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite nice, but it's not for everyone. Um, yeah. We've got a bit of national speed limit road, which can be a bit hairy in a car, yeah. but I think with enough lights, being careful. I did a bit of cycle training. I mean, I've been cycling for, like, 30-odd years and I did a course okay. um, with a guy who works for Sustrans, which is a really cool national charity, um, to kind of be a bit more confident about how I kind of manoeuvre on the bike and things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I, I always, didn't realise that you could uh, have, like... I, do, I don't even think. Yeah, you just you think, like, oh, you just need to practice. It yeah, maybe I should, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's an initiative that British Cycling do called Breeze Rides, which um, all over the country you can sign up to them, and they're um, led rides for women to help kind of make them feel more confident and um, learn more about getting out on the bike and things. So, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess it, it worries me a lot. I know that me and Nat have had silly little conversations about how we should get you one of those vests and, and lit up in the back should say, I have a wife and <laughs> yeah. have dogs at home. I know, I hate I, You I see hate that it. in the back of people's cars, you know, I've got children on board, don't bump into me. It's yeah. like, I've got things going on too. Don't crash into me and knock me off my bike. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the thing. Like, I've had quite a few uh, car accidents, not necessarily all my fault. Um, <laughs> but the, the car does protect you and that's my worry that when I get onto a bike, even though I would like, like to do it for the environment, but... You know, it is quite it's quite a scary thing yeah. for some people. I mean, I, I've been doing it for years, and I've mm. done a lot of miles, and and you really had one pretty minor incident. Yeah. And mm. I think part of that is maybe luck, but part of that is um, being careful. I, you know, being I, I guess ways being a bit maybe aggressive in how I cycle. So if I, there's the junction that's mm-hmm. maybe not great, and if you're quite timid, sometimes that can mean that you don't pull out early enough and then Being the cars yeah so i think you know it does take a bit of yeah. um training it's kind or... of really mostly i worry about the people in their cars though not given enough space rather yeah. than the cyclist being the, i mean i think doing the course is great and i think like you said having confidence on the road on a bike will, will definitely be a benefit yeah but but it's it's rarer than you think. Yeah. I mean, it's like all things. The yeah. the media, there's like one incident, and then yeah. it's all over the media that someone yeah, gets caught by something. Mm. Um, whereas in reality, it's not yeah. as common as it sounds. Mm-hmm. There are all incidents on the road, whether that's pedestrians being hit by cars or mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm sure there's somebody that dies, you know, most days in a car as well. So yeah. it's, it's oh, there's it's, far more people die in cars yes. than on bikes or pedestrians. Yeah. It's mm. massive. Okay. So, um, it just seems worse. And if if you look at it as a percentage of miles travelled, um, you're more likely to get knocked off a bike than you are crash a car. Oh, okay. But then if you're in a car and you're driving, you know, you could drive 600 miles in a day quite easily in a car, whereas I don't think I could ever get close to 600 <laughs> miles on a bike. Jay's <laughs> next challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen. The most I've done is about 85. That's so. pretty good. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'll get anywhere near <laughs> So, obviously you said you don't really have a car, but you do have another type of vehicle in the house, and that's the one that we really want to hear about. Yeah. So, well, it's not really my car unless no. it needs fixing, maybe. 
so. the charge, cheeky. <laughs> I pay for it, thank you yeah. very much. Therefore, it's my car. So, yeah, let's hand over to Natalie and let's hear about that. Okay, uh, so I have a, um, a work vehicle. It's an electric van. It's a Nissan ENV 200. It looks, from the outside, looks exactly the same as a... a NV 200, so like a standard white van. So I am a white van woman. Um, it's like a dispatch size. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's not too big. You can get under height barriers and all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have had it for two years now. Um, we've done about 22,500 miles ish. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, it's our, it's our sole vehicle. Um, my work is basically helping people with their dogs. So I'm basically, um, uh, sort of focused around Hampshire. So the range that I get on the van, so we've got a charger at home when that's plugged in. If I've been driving economically, I can get about 90 miles, um, which means I can pretty much get anywhere in Hampshire and back on one full battery, which Mm -hmm. is great. Majority of my work is a mile down the road, our field, so I don't really need, you know, to be able to drive around a lot. But um, it's kitted out with with crates for the dogs, so all of our four dogs can travel in there safely. Um, Yeah, it's brilliant. So um, cost-wise, I mean, we first signed up for it, I think it was your... I can't remember what birthday it was, but it was Jay's birthday. I won't reveal how old you are. Um, <laughs> it was Jay's birthday. And, and you I had said, a whole plan. Yeah, I had like, a whole oh, plan what of what we were going to do. And then I was in the morning kind of said... Foolishly asked me Yeah, what, what do you do. want to do? And he wanted to go and test drive an electric van. <laughs> <laughs> Which just, you know, gives you an insight into how exciting our life is and how <laughs> Jay lives and breathes all of this stuff he's talking about with you guys on the podcast. Um <laughs> So we did that. So we spent most of Jay's birthday in the Nissan office in uh, Tottenham with a lovely man called Carol, who's, <laughs> yeah, who um, who basically gave us the van for a week to oh, test nice. drive it. Mm-hmm. He just threw us the keys. Yeah, he just I mean, gave us like, the oh, keys. On, guys, I, he photocopied my driving license. and was like, there you go, bring it back in a week. Nice. So well, we uh, basically, you know, ragged it around for a week and, you know, played around with it and saw whether it could work for us mm-hmm. had a couple of close calls of like oh dear <laughs> we've only got a few miles left and we had to stop off one time didn't we for a charge somewhere just so that we could get home yeah but you know it's, it was all a learning curve but we yeah we said yeah it'll work so um we got it on a finance deal put some money down a couple of grand down and then it costs me about just under 300 pounds a month okay. so i mean i don't know fuel wise i don't know how much it costs us really but most of the time we're charging it off the solar panels on our roof so oh okay yeah that's cool yeah, yeah. it's very cool so it? it works out if if we were to drive the full 90 miles every day mm-hmm. which is a full charge of the battery it's it's just over three quid to charge the battery so okay. if you charged it every single day of the of the month that's 30 months at three quid so okay. that's like 100 quid yeah so and that's fuel. that's doing like two and a half thousand yeah. miles yeah. so we're not we don't do two and a half no, thousand miles no. a month yeah. but if you were to do that but if yeah. someone if you lived you a, you know a 40 mile drive to work they could do that there and back and get home to charge their van up overnight and then do the drive yeah. again the next yeah. day yeah 
Or um, all they'd need is to speak to their employer about maybe plugging in when they got to work and yeah. then they wouldn't have to um, drive as economically. So I yeah. think, you know, the biggest change is uh, is being a bit more, um, like plan, planning your route a bit better mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that you can either get to a charge if you need to yeah. or you have the, because um, the heating takes up quite a lot of miles. Yeah. So if you have the heating on full, you drop about 10 miles. Okay. Um, so I tend to do it in blasts when it's cold. Um, but I genuinely haven't had a problem. You know, yes, there have been a couple of close calls mm-hmm. where I've been, you know, running on fumes a bit. Yeah. Um, but there's great apps out there as well. Like ZapMap's really good. Mm. Um, and the the SatNav, because the SatNav comes as standard, and I never really had okay. a SatNav before, but there's no way I could have that farm without a SatNav. Because just it getting lost for miles. 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Getting lost for 10 minutes and trying to figure your way to somewhere. You just if that you're going something. far, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't waste the miles yeah. just looking around hoping you're gonna turn mm. up where you need to, which I used to do a lot. I'd never used to look where I was going. I just used to vaguely <laughs> drive in the right direction and turn up eventually, <laughs> you know. That would probably make me pay attention more to the, the instructions. Um, <laughs> because sometimes I do just even with a sat nav, I miss my turning. Yeah. And then um but I suppose if I knew that I might run out of uh yeah, of miles. I might think. think well, more. you need to, otherwise you'd be calling the RSC a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, no, it calculates whether you can get there or not, and then it'll it'll say, you know, are you not going to get there? Do you want me yeah. to look for um, charges on the way? Oh no, nice. so, so you, it you does can, that. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It reroutes like you via the thing. That's yeah. really cool. That's yeah, I think the biggest change for me was the. It's almost psychological. I think you kind of. You realise that it's going to take you longer, maybe, to get somewhere if you if you have to charge. Mm. Um, and you, in fact, as soon as you know that and you're you're used to that, you mm. factor that in. So you don't go, oh, I'm going to just jump in the car and drive 200 miles because, mm-hmm. and I'll be there in an hour and a half. You kind of go, oh, okay, it's going to take me a bit longer. Yeah. Um, and we found kind of our favourite charges that you can go to, and mm. we've got one in Windsor at a hotel that's free, and we kind of go there and. Plug up, plug in, go and have a beer or a coffee, mm-hmm. sit on the Thames in this yeah. really swanky hotel. You kind of get to know, so regular trips we do if we're going like back home to Watford to see mm-hmm. my parents or um, to my friend that lives in Tunbridge Wells, um, regular trips like that, you just go to the same charger because you know you can break up the yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good excuse to find a nice pub or a cafe yeah. next to those chargers and actually break up your journey and yeah maybe yeah. go Take and have lunch or, or, yeah. get yeah. some fresh air yeah which i suppose is a you know is a ch- change for some people where people are rushing a to b yeah. yeah you know so it's sort of like just slowing down the bit and taking your yeah. time yeah i mean it's only half an hour anyway a rapid charge from yeah. like for a full battery is is half an hour mm. so it's not really that long by no, the time you've got yourself plugged in mm-hmm. and wandered off you know, to a shop or something. Mm-hmm. It's done, really. Yeah. And a lot of the time, we're only topping up. We're not getting completely empty. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, sometimes you can just be there 15 minutes, okay. top up what you need, and off you go. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good. We've found yeah. some nice places just because we've had to head there for a charger. So did yeah. you have to get a special thing put in on the house to charge it? Because I'm guessing it's not just a plug. You can just plug in. Oh, okay. But it's slow. It's like a trickle charger. Right, so okay. uh, we would probably be able to get a full battery like overnight through okay. a three 
pin plug but it's going to be no good if you're going so i've done that where i've gone to stay with friends yeah and there's been a charger on the way mm-hmm. and then obviously they ain't got a charger mm-hmm. so i've taken the the plug and plugged yeah. myself into their house yeah. um <laughs> so that i've got a full battery on the way back um but yeah the is it charge master i can't remember what the yeah, name there's, brand all of the, brands, there's all different brands so. but mm-hmm. we basically just got a little um uh oval thing on the outside of the next to the front door yeah so that was about 300 quid i think wasn't it the charger yeah there's grants and things available um but you don't pay like a month we don't pay a monthly thing or anything for it it was just Just to put it in yeah Yeah. guy came tapped it into the our existing electric feed Mm -hmm. and so that's just got the rapid plug-in um and that's that (laughs) This just Fish found is a ha- ball is right ha- by all of the uh, wires, which is obviously the safest place in the world to play. <laughs> oh dear, silly ducks. Um, yeah, so so you don't you don't look back then. It's just no. been a, a win win for you. I'd guys. get another one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And what would be your advice to be? Um, what would your advice for people that were thinking about getting a electric van or a car? Do it. Do it. Definitely do it. Um, I. You know, I don't know about other dealerships, but Nissan were brilliant about doing the the try before you buy. So mm-hmm. sign up and try it for yeah. a week. Give it a go. Yeah, yeah. give yeah. it a go, and you'd be surprised. Um, I mean, we there's a there's a guy that runs a quiz at the local pub, and um, he kind of had a nose around ours, and he's got one now, hasn't he? Yeah. On oh, the really? Two hundred down yeah. the road. Yeah. Just for sort of trips locally around. Because mm. um, that's the thing. If you are working in your town or city, you don't need to go far. No, it's great for um, tradesmen. I mean, you basically, you've got a transit van, you know, that you can fit all your stuff in. It's not going to let you down. We're bi- basically paying very minimal uh, maintenance mm-hmm. costs because there's no kind of moving parts into... I mean, the only thing I've replaced are the tyres... So you um, found some sort of savings possibly there. I mean, it's still early days because it is fairly new, isn't it? Yeah. But like, you know. So how, I, also the, the question I was going to ask, um, so I was thinking about this the other day. So I tend to walk around um, London most of the time mm-hmm. with um, music on. Yeah. Um, so and sometimes I pause it yeah. and listen for cars. Most of the time I am just looking around because you should do both things. Yeah. But with um, electric cars and vans being... You know, I've been in one and it's been, you yeah. know, silent. Have you found people walk out on the road or you've been in close calls? That always seems to be a big worry for pedestrians. I mean, it makes a bit of a whizzy noise. It kind of makes this, like, Star Trekky. <laughs> but nothing you're going to hear as you, you go along a busy road, really. I think um, I'm certainly, as a driver, not that I wasn't before, but I'm now even more aware of people around me. And you can set it to at least have a beep when it reverses. Okay. Um, ours, as standard, came with a camera on the back as well, so I've got good sight lines of who's around me. Okay. But I, yeah, I don't really know what the answer is to that because... Well, um, I, I think it's about the driver being more aware as well. And just, yeah. you know, um, things... I, I'll tell you where I've um, noticed it the most is we go... We live in quite a rural area, so there's lots of horse riders. And I always uh, worry that I'm going to spook the horse mm-hmm. because they haven't heard me coming mm. and then they suddenly see this big white van. Yeah. So I've, you know, I've I've been driving even slower than I normally would. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, winding my windows down so they can hear a bit of music, not obviously mm-hmm. blaring it because that's going to freak them out. But just making sure that they've seen me before I'm suddenly alongside them. Yeah, yeah. but it's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 we talked a bit about cycling earlier, and you know, I cycle up our road all the time. I get overtaken by hundreds of electric vehicles. Okay, um, so you notice in a week, that, yeah. And none of them have ever come up behind me without noticing. Maybe if you had music in, you could miss it, but it's surprising how much road noise there is from tyres. I mean, if you yeah. go, if you try and buy, you can buy these Michelin Eco tyres, which have less rolling resistance, so you can put them on any car. Um, and the lowest decibels, I think they do, is like 70 decibels, which is still reasonably noisy if you've got four of them on a car if you're doing 30 miles an hour you can hear it you can hear it pretty well i think it's only at slow speeds where it's not so obvious because there isn't the rolling resistance yeah like supermarkets and stuff reversing okay yeah um but uh, as a kind of tip i would say get heated seats it's like an optional extra on on electric vehicles but they use hardly any electricity Um, and you can you know I, if we're going long distance, we probably end up wearing lots of jumpers, and so you really of... have to think about what's what in your vehicle is is t- is using electricity. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, and in... I have a granny blan- blanket in there just in case. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if we're trying to eke out the miles, yeah, and you've got ten more miles to get that bit further along on your journey until you get to the charger, yeah, then you might as well sacrifice not having the heating on. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I suppose there's similar things with. Um, I mean, I remember when I first got a car and I had air air, air conditioning, and that uses the petrol. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, we'll never put that on. Yeah. Um, and and it, for, for me at the time, it was um to do with cost. But yeah. equally, if I was running the tank quite low, I yeah. would have to think about that as well. So I suppose it's you know it's, it is similar things, but yeah. you have to just be aware of it. I think you just don't maybe think about it as much in a a fuel yeah. car because there are garages everywhere That's and true. you can just stop and fill up mm. so you don't I, I think don't about your heating and all that kind of stuff i think first i think it depends on how you i don't know i just i'm the same as you once i find out that that's an extra cost and i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a luxury yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm like i can open a window yeah. yeah. Although Steve has put arguments forward that having the window open whilst travelling burns off more fuel as well. Oh, sure, less aerodynamic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I mean, that's just him. I think really <laughs> wanting the aircon on, but you know, <laughs> there might be some yeah. truth in it. I, I mean, the aircon was quite an interesting thing actually, because obviously the van is got a huge battery on it, mm-hmm. and in the summer we've we've kind of noticed that if we if Nat's down the field with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, she can kind of put the aircon on mm-hmm. in the van for half an hour mm-hmm. and control the temperature in the vehicle quite safely, which yeah. you couldn't necessarily do. If you had a petrol car, you'd have to leave your petrol engine on. Yeah, it was, Whereas, it was brilliant with the where I've got the dogs and I'm kind of getting them in and out oh, okay. um, to use them with, with yeah. client dogs. And I just know they're 100% safe. Because yeah. yeah. I can't always leave all the windows open. No, um, no of course and yeah it's brilliant yeah, like on a hot day yeah windows down and the vehicle not moving yes yeah, it's still do, hot it doesn't do much no. whereas you know a couple of times i got in it's like wow it's like a fridge in here i think <laughs> i'll turn it off for a bit yeah. <laughs> dogs are there shivering <laughs> but you could, i mean you couldn't do that with a petrol car you'd no. literally just have to leave the engine on or your battery would well one of my clients so. did and then they the engine wouldn't start yeah because they'd so, run their their right. battery down trying to leave the aircon on for the dog oh, okay. yeah. um so yeah 
that was great. That's just an added extra. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really an aircon person. No. I would rather wind the window down. Yeah. But those were dogs when and we're stationary and, and yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. Very yeah. cool. Hmm. So yeah, that's my van. Go, go and get one. I, I do plan. I do plan to yeah. get one. I know it's a big it's a big expense, but if you can get enough together in the first place, yeah. it's definitely worth doing. Yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. Best like the only new car I've ever had and mm-hmm. I love it yeah. to bits. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. I'm not Absolutely a car person, love it. You know? No, I'm it's not. It's always just been fine. Yeah, it works, it moves, great. Yeah. Boom. Um but yeah, for me it would be I, I really wanted to get a hybrid this time anyway. It didn't turn out that way. But it yeah certainly something that I'll be looking into in the future okay so another sort of hot topic when it comes to travel is holidaying holiday (laughs) sorry I can't I can't not do it one one I definitely struggle with so as I am probably the worst in this area I'll go first yeah how we're starting off this you are the most widely travelled yeah Yeah, I had one particular bad particularly bad year in 2017 where I travelled to um, Africa for three months and then Asia Oh, However, sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You don't want to feel guilty about it when you're having no. a great time. And and learning about other cultures and in my case I was learning about um the impact of plastic on the on the planet as well to help me, you know, find my way into the charity sector. Um but Africa I actually um travelled on a truck through most of it. Wow. Yeah, so once I so there wasn't that many flights, but in terms of Asia, how you get around, um, even internally, is is generally flights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes uh, the cost of a flight against uh, you know a coach or, or a bus wasn't actually that much different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried to limit that where where I could. But yeah, I still struggle with hol- um, with holidays or travelling. Um, I've started to travel a bit with work um, and. Also, I've just got itchy feet, um, but it's a it's a balance. I do also go away in the UK, um, but yeah, like this year, I've got a couple of ideas of where I want to go, but they would be a flight. So, but yeah, it's it's weighing up. Um, you know, um, recently been to Spain where I was going for work for a couple of days. Decided to stay longer to have a look around that place because I've never been there before um, to make it a bit more worthwhile. But it's something that I battle, battle with. I mean, you get so much from travelling as well, don't you? So yeah, completely. Kind of, it is. You're yeah. coming, but you're going and, and doing work to hopefully spread a good message or to yeah. learn more and bring it back and, and that kind of thing. Exactly, so. yeah. So it's not a... Yeah, I, I suppose I try and do a net, net effect yeah. or justify it to myself. Not saying that all trips need to have a reason such as that. You know, sometimes it's nice to have a break from the the busy everyday life. I know I do it. I go out to Crete um, generally once a year or something. But I do try. Uh... But yeah, yeah. I suppose you can't you can't be good in every area. And mm-hmm. I, I suppose travel for me um, abroad is probably my my one of my Worst, yeah. Worst areas. Have you thought about offsetting at all? Do you kind of... Um, Well, I suppose, yeah, but I don't know if it it, it does offset um, carbon in that respect. 
Um, so what? So what? Maybe if Sasha was going on a flight abroad, maybe she would give up eating meat and dairy for a period of time to kind of balance that out. Is that what you mean? Well, by I guess offsetting? you could do local, or you could yeah. you could buy into a scheme, or you mm-hmm. could. Um, <clears throat> I mean, one of the things that we did with with uh, with our field is plant over a thousand trees and hedges. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is how I. I you mean, can obviously, come and plant some trees at our field to offset your travelling. We do need some manual labour. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll look into it. That's um, entirely what I was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice hint. There's, there's also schemes you can pay for a flight. There's a. I think. There's oh, a I didn't know that. Oh, can, okay. You can log in and you can say I'm going this distance on this thing, and they will. It will. You can just pay for a credit that will either pay for some renewable energy in a, in a. Um, a sort of phase three country or... or, or okay, no, I, I, I didn't know that. I thought you meant like, um, you know, I've reduced my plastic, my meat. I didn't realise you could you could do that. Yeah, no. Oh, okay, no, that. that's really yeah, interesting. So there's a few options there to kind of... Guilt offset. Yeah, I suppose it's how how deep you want to go into it because I could just say I don't have kids. So that's like, yeah. f- for me, that's carbon. But yeah. then I don't like to compare myself in that respect. I like to go, I can still make improvements mm-hmm. um, because it, then you can, yeah, you can make excuses for a lot of things. But I think it's being, I think the main thing though is being mindful um, and maybe having, like if you do take flights in in one year, then maybe you don't do so many the next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a, bit of a bit of a balance, isn't it? So this year we are, well, I say we, as if you all know, <laughs> me, Steve, Natalie and Jason, we're going to Wales. Yay! So obviously with the electric van, I assume that you're taking that. We are taking that because yeah. it fits all the dogs in. Yeah. So um, Safe mode of travel for them. It is, yes. And it's going to add a few hours onto <laughs> our trip. But like we were saying before, it, it will make... The travel day a day of the holiday yeah you know we can stop off in loads of different places yeah. and have lunch yeah yeah yeah, yeah and i think before we wouldn't have even considered how we'd get there we'd just yeah. go well we've got a car we can just drive wherever yeah and we've you know we've your family used to have a place in ireland so mm-hmm. we used to drive all the way through wales and hop on a ferry and go to southern ireland yeah. every mm. now and then um and didn't really plan it other mm-hmm. than booking a ferry so now even before booking the the place, we checked whether we could get there. So you've, you've first, already looked so. at where the stops are and you've sort of got a, a route in mind? Well, yeah, the the most important thing to look at was how, how remote is the place mm-hmm. from um, the nearest rapid charger? Yeah. Because if we can't physically get from the last charger to the yeah. cottage, then we're going to be a bit stuck. Uh, okay. And there's one about 30 miles away. Okay. okay. So what we've got to do then is just... Um, pick our sort of stepping stones um and go go there but we've we've been to bristol before so it's not it's kind of like bristol's about halfway i think where we're going so and that that was only one charge actually i think yeah yeah um i think we we're gonna have to charge three times yeah um so that's which is good for the dogs anyway because we can stop and walk yeah let them have a pee yeah get a drink yeah yeah it just means we might have to drive off the beaten track a little bit 
because in Wales it sounds horrible. Oh yeah, I know it's going to be really <laughs> ugly. We just it does not need to snow. That's no. all that needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very beautiful when it does snow. I can say that. Yeah, I was there last year. It's, it's all right snowed. if we're there when it yeah, snows. Once we're okay. <laughs> yeah, once we're yeah, yeah. Grounded. I don't mind getting snowed in in yeah. Wales. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, that'd be just dandy. Um, so yeah, other than that, I haven't particularly got anything else booked in this year. That doesn't mean that I won't. Mm-hmm. Just at the moment, I haven't. But I like the sound of that offsetting kind of thing. Like yeah, maybe yeah. doing some sort of. But Although, but you are quite good. You don't generally take that many flights in a year. No, no, no. no. One well, a return flight. I don't. <laughs> sometimes I'd like it just to be one way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, generally a return flight. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Cree, uh, Steve's parents, uh, my husband has. Uh, they have a house over there, so we're kind of quite low impact once we're there as well. Um, eat in the village quite a lot, and you know, local and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, like and experiences and mm. relaxy time, and it makes you come back and be a better person. It does for me anyway. Yeah, having that little break. There's some quite neat things you can do with holidays. There's a there's a, a, a friend of mine who, him and his family um, do interrail quite regularly. Okay. So they, um, I think one year they literally asked the kids to pick where they wanted to go in Europe, mm-hmm. and then they had a family meeting, decided what route they'd go and went up to London and got the Eurostar into France and, and wow. travelled all around Europe on the train. I'd love for to do that. Well, I, I just, I did that for my honeymoon. Interrailing was the, what we did for a month and, oh, we still talk about it now. We just, uh, it was the best trip ever, it really was. And people go, oh, you've done seven, nine-hour train journeys. Oh, that sounds horrible. It really wasn't. It was a nice little break, you know, and sometimes the scenery you notice, because when you're travelling in a car or in yeah. a plane, you can look out the plane and maybe see a little bit here and there, but in you're there and you're going through all the tracks that you wouldn't necessarily see if you were in a car. And mm. sometimes the only, the only downside is you go, wow, that looks amazing, but you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can't just stop the train and go, can we have a look at that? Um, but yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. I, if anyone's thinking about interrailing, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Uh, yeah, best holiday in my life so far. Oh, okay. oh nice. <laughs> I think some of the um, my guilt-ridden trips are um, to conferences or meetings. Okay. Uh, so I've done some consultancy work uh, a couple of years ago up in Scotland. Okay. You know, the easiest option is to fly mm-hmm. because... And they're the ones I feel worse about because I would rather get the train or, you know, mm-hmm. try and do something a bit more sustainable. But um, the cost sometimes. Oh, my God, the cost and also the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you are if you need to be... Um, so I did my master's up in Newcastle. Yeah. The lecture started at half nine. Yeah. I would have had to travel up the day before and stay over. So that's more cost on another hotel yeah. if I got the train. Rather than from Southampton, I could I could get dropped off at seven o'clock, get on a train, mm. yeah, get get to the university yeah. and be there for nine thirty. I mean, it's bonkers, really, when you think how yeah. far you're travelling. Yeah. But um, and those trains, uh, those planes, sorry, are pretty busy. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, people are. in yeah. suits as well. It's yeah. commuters. Yeah. You know, it's people mm-hmm. working nationally. Um, so, you know. <laughs> It, it is tricky. Yeah, they're the they're the ones I kind of struggle with, guilt wise. But 
you know, some you've got to take everything into consideration, yeah. haven't you? And you think do, of yeah. your time and the cost yeah. and just the logistics. Sometimes it is easy mm. to jump Sometimes on a plane. Yeah. Really yeah. I mean, the logistics thing, you can't really get around. I mean, mm. the train's not going to get, you know, increase, you know, that dramatically um, in, in time savings. But I, I am hopeful that um, the cost may reduce as the more environmental... Um, impact mm-hmm. is talked about, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've 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 done the, I've done similar things. I used to travel up to Scotland for work um, and also for holiday, and um, I did a lot of research because I really desperately wanted to get on the train, yeah. but the the, the, um, the cost, um, yeah, it just just killed it for me. I, I I love a train journey. You yeah. know, I'll always get the train if I can, mm-hmm. um, because. Uh, if nothing else, it's great work time as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you stick your headphones yeah. on, you've got your laptop. Most trains have free Wi-Fi now, which is brilliant. Yeah. And you sit there and do loads of work. Yeah. But um, may, maybe you don't get that as much on a plane because it's a bit stop-starty. Yeah. You don't really get into anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you certainly can't do that in a car. No. no, no. <laughs> Not no, safely, anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, just dead time in the car, isn't yeah, it? At least you can be productive yeah. um, on the train. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's and so, and it's. I think we we get so used to using technology that you forget that you can use that rather than travel, and we do all the time. I mean, twenty years ago, if if we were working, I mean, you did a project up in Scotland, and you would have had to have gone up there every single time to go and see them and go through everything. Whereas you know, you had sort of web chats with people via yeah. Skype. Yeah. Um, so you actually went up files. there less than... Oh, completely, yeah. That, we yeah. were only up there when we needed to be on site filming, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. If we didn't have Tinternet, mm. um, then yeah. we would have had to do a lot more face-to-face. Yeah. And it probably... I wouldn't have got the tender because it wouldn't have been financially viable for them to pay for me going up there all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or I would have had to go up there for a whole month and stay, and stay up yeah. there which you know isn't great lifestyle choice <laughs> well but, Scotland is lovely well it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have been a while I coped I'm sure <laughs> I would have got the better end of the deal rather than yeah. <laughs> you with the dogs <laughs> but that's that's a good point actually with more you know flexible working coming in um you know less cars on the road less cars on the road um you know it's still a bit of a debated topic of you know how productive are people i personally quite like to shut myself away at home and go crack on with things um but i appreciate not everyone's work can be like that mm-hmm. but um yeah i um a charity that we've um we've recently started working with um actually calculate how much carbon they've saved from um people wow. their employees working from home yeah and i think um maybe it will start to work into um you know, more companies' um, CSR policies. But mm. it is something where, you know, you're just doing, you know, conference calls or, you know, Skype calls or whatever it is. Um, you know, you can still just be as productive, but you're not, you're not, you there know. There should be an incentive for businesses. Like, look at what you're doing now and, and see if you can make some improvements. Yeah. Yeah. I bet one person working from home a week, over the year, that would add up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you've got, like, a, you know, a couple of thousand yeah, employees. That's what I mean, if you have that. Um, it's quite quite incredible. Uh, like I said, I, I hope companies start to capture this data because mm-hmm. there, there was probably some really good stuff going on, yeah. but it's not, it's not being captured because it's not um, talking about uh, the bottom line and profit, but... You know, these well, things. Well, I co- think uh, staff productivity is the bottom line, isn't it? Really? It is, because yeah. I see some people getting on at our local station and they have like 
it must be two hours into London, so they're kind of mm. living down this way. They do that every day, mm. both ends of their working day. You know, there's no way if you've got up at, you know, 5.30 to get on a six o'clock yeah. train, you're bouncing into the office at 9am and getting straight on with your work. Yeah. You're going to go and get a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're going to eat your breakfast at your desk, probably. Yeah. Um, you probably would have been doing emails on the train anyway. Yeah. So you're going to be a bit sort of so you might, ratty about you having might, You might that. be working at full steam, but you're, you're going to buy... buy Late early afternoon. Yeah, that's it. You're going to be, out, you're gonna be you? flagging. But then, that, yeah, that's when you sort of link the the happiness of your staff as well, though, yeah. don't yeah. you? Because it, yeah, I mean, I used to go up to London. I wasn't full time, but I'd go up for projects, and it adds on a lot to your journey. Yeah, and that's without delays. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. I did used to get into work late, or you know, get get home late, and you're you're shattered. Yeah. Um, so having that flexibility to be able to work from home, sort of, yeah, regenerates you, but also, um, yeah. But there's there's so much there you can use, though, isn't there? You know, we've recorded a couple interviews on the podcast using Skype. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think as that becomes more normal, people don't feel they have to kind of be in the room for things. Yeah, as the it's... technology becomes more reliable, you know, because sometimes, I, I guess 10 years ago, people were like, Skype, oh, you could barely hear people on yeah. the other side, and now it's pretty normal, isn't it? So, you know, just like... Well, that interview I had the other week was Skype. Yeah, you know because the the people that were talking to me were in Lincoln. Yeah, and there's no way that you know I, it probably would have put me off applying had I had to travel to Lincoln. Yeah, because it it would have just taken a lot more out of my week. Really, yeah. there's no need for it. Yeah, really. So yeah, it would be good to see. Uh, you know, let's not forget the good old fashioned telephone. Okay. <laughs> Still does all right. I think no, we've yeah. all got one of them. Yeah, we? we have all got one of those. We're just on the internet on them instead yeah. of actually talking to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess travel to meetings must be a massive carbon sort of yeah. Yeah, exponent, and it would be yeah, good to absolutely. see um, in the future kind of um, things moving more virtual. 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 Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, I put a slightly different spin on it as well. I was speaking to one of my team um, yesterday about, um, you know, you can't get away from face to face. Oh no! So, way. but yeah. but if for me, like, I live my life with trying to reduce my impact. So, you know, if it's the first time that you're meeting somebody, maybe you do it face to face. But then from then on, you yeah. don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you made that, you know, initial um, meeting and you developed that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, in terms of productivity of staff and and the carbon, um, I think, yeah. It's a good yeah. way forward. It's a good, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit. So I, I do some work with um, some lovely people in, that are based in South Downs. And um, rather than me travelling all the way there or them travelling all the way to me, we just meet in the middle. Yeah. At yeah. a, you know, coffee shop or yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So it means we both get out of the office. It doesn't have to be meeting somewhere always mm-hmm. that's the, the same. And, yeah. you know, you can meet in neutral spaces. And, yeah. you know, there's loads of shared office space and a lot of coffee shops are all Wi-Fi yeah. enabled. And oh, I went to a... Um, uh, are you allowed to say brand names on this? Yeah. I'll do what they do on Radio 1. A Worcester <laughs> the other day. <laughs> and um, it was it was just solely professional people having meetings. That's all it was. Yeah. Hmm. And me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a uh, well, you had coconut a, you mocha. Had a, you did have a professional meeting in a, in a costume. I once. did, yes, I did. And you um, 
you tried to go plastic free. I did try to go plastic free and I asked for my mango smoothie in a glass. Um, they didn't have one, did they? And, no, they had one. Oh, right. But then I realised, how on earth do you drink a mango smoothie? Because I'd forgotten my straw. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I debated. Did you get a mango tash? <laughs> Basically. It was like, you know, when it's sort of going and going and then it was all just going to fall on my face. So, um, yeah, I, I nearly asked for a spoon. <laughs> but then Jay was walking past and he had his um, little, we've got these little bamboo... Um, knife fork spoon and a yeah. little straw in it yeah. which i was supposed to keep in my bag at all times and obviously that day i'd forgotten anyway that's ongoing debacle of straws <laughs> which i'm sure you've talked about at some point yeah they've been mentioned yeah. <laughs> um right so we sort of covered holidays and and internal travel let's talk about some good news then so in regards to travel now there's something i've found out when we first started recording this podcast, I've been really excited to talk about. Um, and it's, well, we were talking about your electric van and yeah. how you have to plan of plugging it in and all that kind of thing. Well, they've just done a whole road that charges while you drive. So the road charges what? up your vehicle whilst you're driving. I mean, they've only, they've only done one road so far. I don't even know how big that road is. But the, the plan is to implement that across the country. And I'm just like, wow, that's the kind of stuff that's going to change the world. That's like, you know, total recall Amazing stuff. That's, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Can they make a hover car next? It goes yeah, on the electric we, road. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're charging up whilst you're going along. Yeah, all yeah. of that. I mean, it's fairly simple tech, though, isn't it? It's the same induction technology you have with your toothbrush. Okay. Your electric toothbrush, it just yeah. uses that same okay. technology. I don't know. Oh, right. Okay. If, you've got, if <laughs> Magic. you've got a, a new phone, some of them have induction charges. You okay. can put them on a mat. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, just, you get those mats oh. It's just the same tech that the car has that built in. They, there's some buses in London which use the same technology. Oh, okay. So, um, but, so they have started that over here then? Yeah, they've been trying it out. Okay. And it's, in other countries, it's a bit more prevalent. Okay, yeah. But they, the bus ones, they, they kind of... Put it in the bus stop, so yeah. the bus is there. It okay. Oh. It so it's not out. like a a more sophisticated tram, like a, no, a no, trackless no. tram. No, it's just a. There's a pad, and they pull up over it, and it charges okay. it up. So it's very cool. Oh, isn't it? It's amazing. I love that. I'd, lo- I'd love to see uh, that happening here. Like just one road a w- one road a month. I don't know how much it costs to do yeah. that, but I'd just just. Just do you know where that, that would be good? Would be outside every school. So that all the school drop-offs could yeah. have electric cars. So as they're yeah. dropping their kids off, they charge yeah. their car as they go past and off yeah. they go to work or back home. Not bad shout. Yeah, well, ideally. Motorways as A bit well. further away, so the kids <laughs> walk to school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, apart from that. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking working mums here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there's something I was going to mention about we talked about trains and things and yeah. obviously recently Luxembourg announced that they were going to make all trains completely free. Wow. So they kind of went, you know, game changer. They're obviously a very small, very rich country. Yeah, sure. But they decided that, you know, giving free public transport to their residents would mean that they'd move around more sustainably wouldn't drive cars yeah. so they just took the step and went you know what let's just make it free wow so, that's the same i wouldn't use anything else no no and no. they've implemented Forget that what i just already, said about planes yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, great so 
That'd be great. That's pretty, pretty mm. good news, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, I thought you had one. Yeah. So um, there's a few um, few companies in this in this space where they're converting uh, plastic to fuel. Now I know that's um, not everybody agrees with that because you know you're still you're still burning fuel mm-hmm. but in this you know it's not a we're not going to make a massive step and 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 fix this problem overnight no. so i suppose it's dealing with a problem mm-hmm. where you're putting value on plastic mm-hmm. and and turn it into fuel and they're going to start um start using um um fuel that they use on planes okay that's um they're in early stages only mm-hmm. using a very small percentage like 10 percent at the moment but mm-hmm. it's because you have to do so many tests as you can imagine but things like um so i've had people you know argue about um you know like ships for example using you know oh but you're still using fuel on ships but the ships use some of the dirtiest fuel so it's like you know so this fuel with the plastic is going to be a cleaner fuel. It's a cleaner fuel okay. than what what the ships are using. Mm-hmm. So I, I know you know. So it's it's it's, it's a step, isn't it? Yeah. Step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really exciting to see what they can do with it. Um, so yeah, th- th- I'm sure more Watch more will come space, from it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a load of good news there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> good and end on a positive. I like you. Yes, I like you. That's it. If, if we do always try. I mean, yeah. like I said, a new. I said at the start this one. You know, this is quite a hard area for a lot of people. Is for me, um, um, so yeah, I'm glad we've managed to end on some good news. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, I'll let Jay wrap up. Okay, well, um, as ever, come and have a look at our website or our Facebook page. Maybe follow the Instagram. Um, we'd really love to hear from you with some ideas or some topics, or if you're interested in maybe being interviewed or come and come and see us um so you know get in touch and um find out more and and depending on what you use to listen to this subscribe so we can kind of see how many people are involved and and when the next episode comes through you'll you'll get a little ping through so you can listen to it and um yeah get get in touch yeah thanks 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 for having me guys